the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 0111911. Get into the groove. Come on. It is... Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. For the dance move there. 715, John Nibio standing by from Family Care Network to talk to us a little bit about some of the things that are going on there. Good morning, John. How are you today? Good morning. Nice for you to uh, stop by again today. I always like seeing you in person. Absolutely. Right before the Super Bowl. Oh, I know. You got a got a hound in the hunt this year for the Super Bowl? Well, my, I have some family in Kansas City, so I'm pulling for them just because of my nephews. You're going to go to the Chiefs? Uh, yeah. All right. I th- Well, I think a lot of people are doing that in this area, too. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is just a good guy. Yeah, you know, really I, is. I think so. You got a special guest with you today, don't you? Yes, I'm. I'm here with Tom Milder, the assistant chief with uh, probation in San Luis Obispo County, and it's really great to have uh, Tom here. I think one of the things I'm most proud about in our community that we talk about is just that collaboration amongst agencies, and really just how uh, innovative our probation department is, and and just in the midst of you know transforming the whole juvenile justice system over the last couple of years. All right. Well, good morning, Tom. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. Thank you. Thanks well, for having me. Oh, thanks for taking time to join us today. I know that uh, probation department is one of those that you don't always hear a lot about, but you are you are always there in in so many different ways, uh, both in a in a protect and serve way, but uh, but also in reaching out to groups like Family Care Network. Yeah, absolutely. We are we have our hands in kind of all aspects of the criminal justice and juvenile justice system and. We're especially excited about the new program that uh, John is talking about, a new foster care program specifically serving justice-involved youth, which has been a gap. As John said, we've really been looking to create uh, more options in the continuum for our youth. Some people don't even realize that the probation department works with youth in foster care, uh, similar to child welfare services. So we work with those youth in foster care that are also involved in the justice system. So we've come up with a really innovative program we're excited about, and uh, hopefully we'll come online here before too long. Now, before we get into the to the nuts and bolts on the program, when you talk about youth in the justice system, uh, are you talking about children of parents that are that have, that are in the probation department or i mean that are that are on probation or the the juveniles themselves or a combination of both in this case the juveniles themselves we have uh, youth that are referred to us basically the probation department serves as the the clearinghouse for all all things juvenile justice every referral from law enforcement every time a youth gets arrested in the county essentially that matter gets referred to the probation department and we determine whether case is going to go to court uh, whether youth is going to remain in our detention facilities uh, and working with our stakeholders. So what we're talking about is those youth that uh, have been involved in some kind of criminal activity themselves and been referred to our attention. All right. So now let's 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 talk about the program then. Yeah, and it, I think it's important too to talk about this population that we're we're going to be working with in foster care. Many of these youth have had experienced a lot of trauma in their life and right. have had very chaotic family backgrounds, domestic violence, substance abuse. And so they've had to experience a lot of, endure a lot of things, as well as some of our kids in the child welfare system. So the whole concept is to take a specialized parent with specialized training, and we actually have one that we're targeting to start this program with who's returning to us, moving back from out of the area, so we're really excited. Um, And then we will wrap these intensive-type services around her as a what we call a professional therapeutic parent, where she's specially trained in behavioral interventions, will work with that team, 
and will really develop a, a plan to help this this youth be successful in the community, make the improvements they need to do, uh, be successful in their terms and conditions, and then launch them onto college, vocational, or employment, wherever their their interests might be. A professional parent. Now, see, I've never heard you use that term before. Yeah, like it, it's one of those things where you know people use different terms all across the state in the United States about it. Um, we kind of put it there in a sense that they are they are a key therapeutic agent. They are as important as anybody else around that table, meaning the therapist, the social worker, the probation officer. They have that knowledge in how to care and meet the needs of these kids, and they are an integral part of the treatment team. So we wanted to elevate it a little bit, um, uh, and sometimes when we speak about it, to give them some credibility to what they're contributing. They're not just taking care of the kids' daily needs. They're actually an active participant in the treatment planning. Now, one of the things we talk about quite a bit, Tom, is uh, is that people in San Luis uh, sometimes, I think, have a tendency to to have the blinders on. This doesn't. We don't have problems like kids that are on parole and things like that, that are on probation uh, and things like that, because this is the happiest place on earth. Can you give me some kind of an idea what kind of numbers we talk about of kids that can use this kind of help? Well, for for this specific kind of a program, we're looking at you know in the tens. You know, in some, we were shooting for probably somewhere in five to ten youth in a in a given uh, time frame over the next year or so. But really, small numbers when it comes to those that need foster care. As John said, some of these youth have pretty traumatic histories and also right. don't have a safe and healthy home to return to. We have much greater numbers involved in in the justice system in different ways, but specifically those youth that end up in our residential programming in this county, we have a really good. Uh, what we call a camp program, but it's really more of a residential program called our Coastal Valley Academy. Oh, so okay. those youth who cannot safely be uh, returned to their homes and programmed in the community, maybe they need more intensive treatment and services. We have an option that co-located with our juvenile hall where they receive intensive uh, rehabilitation services. They go on outings. They participate in pro-social activities. And oftentimes, when it's time for them to get out of our academy, they don't have a safe place to go to. So this professional parent home is another great option for that. So somewhere in the neighborhood of five to ten youth. But we're really excited because typically foster homes are hard to come by for some of our justice-involved youth because right. they're teens. Sometimes they have a little more complicated and special needs, and parents you know, are a little more low to take that risk. So we're really excited about having this professional foster parent model where they're specially trained. These youth are coming in and getting well supported. They're wrapped around by a team who really does a fantastic job. We've seen a lot of success with this kind of model. Mm-hmm. Youth that are well supported, we're able to get them jobs. We're able to integrate them into the community more comprehensively. And uh, so we're really excited about having this added piece to our our continuum. Well, and it sounds like, John, like from what Tom is talking about here, Family Care Network fits in like a glove with that in terms of uh, being able to take over at, at the point when they are when they are done with the with the probation system to to have Family Care Network help out and really take them on a long ways. Yeah, we, we provide a lot of services that are part of that continuum. So that is really important that we're integrated at, at different levels and that makes it more of a seamless transition. I think one of the other things as we're looking for more parents, too, is that that we have what we call a difficulty of care rate, which is a reimbursement for their time. So we would love to have a stay-at-home parent. That's the goal. So they might be doing this as an alternative to their employment or an alternative to part-time employment. It could be a single parent. It could be a couple. um, But we want that one primary parent there, and we want to create that difficulty of care rate so that they can be there. Uh, Because it's an intensive kind of service, 
and, and, and there's a lot of needs that we want to attend to. So let's real quick then, what if somebody's interested right now, if listening, we pique their interest and, and they're thinking, okay, I think it's something I could do, uh, even if it was my vocation, what yeah. would they need to do? Yeah, I would say if you have a passion for teens, I mean, really, uh, most of these kids are going to be teenagers. And uh, if you have that passion and you really want to serve and really be part of making an impact in the community, I can't think of a, gra- a greater way to do that. And it could be for a year, it could be for two years, it could be for for six months, it could be for one child. You know, so we would like anybody who's interested just to get more information to reach out to us uh, at area code 805-781-3535 or then go to our website, wfcni.org, and we'd be glad to have um, them set up with somebody to answer all their questions and get more information. Now, Tom, it sounds like uh, the success rate has, uh, you got to be expecting a pretty good success rate with this then. Absolutely. This in this setting where we have a youth really well supported and have a foster parent who's committed, we have seen just tremendous results. We've had some youth specifically that come to mind that have gotten jobs, have transitioned out of the justice system and are really having successful young adulthood. So we're really excited about this and, and we think that the success rate would be great. As John said, I've been around the system a long time mm-hmm. and I haven't seen a better way for folks to have an impact on youth. Foster care has just had a tremendous impact uh, on our community. I can't imagine a better way to really make a difference in a teen's life. Yeah, and I would say, too, as part of our community and our continuum, you know, we talked about Department of Social Services. We need homes for those programs, too. We provide them for both agencies. Tom works very closely. His department works very closely with behavioral health, Department of Social Services, ourselves, and other providers to make sure we, we have enough of these homes. And there's really a need across the board. And sometimes our families, uh, over time, prefer to work with probation. They prefer to work with social services. And, and so we just need more people to come into the fold to really make a greater impact. All right. And then uh, do you see uh, do you see a light at the end of the tunnel? Um, for Does this, do you hope maybe to put yourself out of work someday? I would love to put, put myself and uh, a lot of our staff out of work in a good way. Right. Uh, a- absolutely. I think there's a great opportunity here to kind of reduce that uh, recidivism for some of our youth who've been in the system a long time, who have those special needs, as John said, who really have had a history of difficulties themselves and traumas. This is just a great way to give them a new path. And and it's a way to really help out your whole community, because if you, if you help these young folks uh, get on the right path in their early 20s as they're transitioning into adult and they become an active member of the community, you really are helping the whole community. Yeah, absolutely. And it can be very rewarding. Both Tom and I have been in this field for a long time, and we run into those kids who are now adults and are doing very successful things in the community, and it's really exciting to see. So you truly can make an impact, and I think that's important for people to think about who who really maybe want to help some, do something in their community to serve this this group of young young people. All right, before we wrap things up, uh, Tom, any other thoughts you want to share? I just want to really thank John and Family Care Network. They've had a history of collaborating with us on all kinds of great projects, including our Coastal Valley Academy that I mentioned earlier. So I think we're just lucky, and uh, I always like to highlight the fact that we have such a good collaborative uh, community here that wraps around our youth and, and really works with each other well, and how much we appreciate that. Yeah, I, I have seen communities in the past, uh, other states, where you know groups like yours will say, well, no, our program's better, our program's better. They wind up butting heads, and Family Care Network, John, really seems to integrate with all the different programs that are out there. Absolutely, and we, we always talk, and like I said, Tom and I have been around a long time, but we talk about these are all of our kids, 
yep. whether there's social services, justice involved, or behavioral health involved. We want to we want to provide the needs and uh, meet the needs of those youth. One last time, if they'd like more information on becoming a Family Care Network uh, professional parent. Yes, they could uh, reach out to us at seven, uh, area code 805-781-3535 or go to our website, fcni.org, and we'll be in touch with people really quickly. All right, we've been talking with Tom Milder, the Assistant Chief with the Probation Department, and also John Nimio, the Interim CEO at Family Care Network. Guys, thank you so much for spending some time with us, and, and good luck. I hope this program just goes gangbusters. Yeah. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. You betcha. It is uh, 728 here on First Look. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.